it's literally 5.30 in the morning where I am and I got up at 4.30. Oh, why didn't you tell me to arrange like a different time? Uh, because it's fine. The internet's faster when no one's awake. <laughs> well, so what did you want to talk about? I've got a few questions I'd like to ask you about like your brand and your podcast and just your creative endeavors. Cool. Yeah, sure. Uh, your alpaca apparel line, the one that you're co-founding. Tell, tell me more about that. So Alpaca Apparel started as this method of expression for people who uh, are going to change the world. So I didn't really have a, like, uh, my toes wet in the fashion world, but this was really my first attempt at understanding all this stuff. So I wanted an engine through which people can express that they were making a change through, like, fashion. And so 50% of our profits, like, are donated and stuff and the alpacas actually represents like your grounding element so there's mm. a whole backstory behind that so yeah it's like a incredibly personal way f- that i created for people to express themselves yeah so is that where the whole brand building you talked about that in one of your recent videos is that where that kind of falls in well i manage a few brands so that is one of them that is probably the like 40 percent of my time and then my personal brand is also uh, quite, it takes up quite a bit. And then I'm, um, I'm also working with this um, 3D printing company, um, media company called All3DP. And yeah, mm-hmm. I'm doing some branding related stuff with them as well recently. So what would you say the target audience for Alpaca Apparel is? It's just people who want to, do people who are incredibly focused in achieving their like dream whatever it may be and appreciate stories i would say (laughs) all right so moving past that to your podcast what would you say to summarize it in like two or three words The, the okay so you're talking about my personal podcast the color pink yeah that one uh summarize in two three words stuff i want to say but can't uh, that's not three words, but yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> Do you ever face burnout when, you know, doing creative things like YouTube, your podcast and brand building and all that? So burnout, I w- like what comes into my mind when you say that word is when you're frustrated because you your effort, the same effort you put in doesn't have the same results anymore. Is that what you meant? Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, so I don't really face that because I feel like the the reward for me is in being able to do all this stuff. And so if I make like three videos in a row, for example, and they all just like flop, everyone hates them. It's still cool in me because my reward is making the videos and like doing so, all that stuff. So I don't, I don't really face burnout. No, you don't face it because you feel that the opportunity to make those videos is better than the outcome. Yeah, that's more important to me, the journey, rather than the end goal, the end result. That's actually a really good. <laughs> um, what if someone wanted, what tips would you give people who wanted to start like their own like podcast or YouTube channel or something that you do? Mm, I would say do, do what you love. Like with, with my podcast, for example, I, you know, it's quite uncommon to have a podcast where you're just talking by yourself and most of the episodes of the color pink are literally just me talking and Mm. it's i i I don't know i talk really fast 
and I always have something to say. So like my personality is suited for a monologue, like a 10 minute monologue. But that was uncommon in like podcasting. One of the first rules you learn is, oh, you know, get guests, leverage like a bigger audience. Like I didn't do any of that. I just turned on my mic and start talking about what, what I was thinking about. And, you know, somehow it kind of is gaining momentum. And yeah, yeah. I would say that's unconventional, but I did it because I, like, I was self-aware enough to realize that, you know, that's something that I can do because that's what I'm passionate about. So I would say my advice is do what you love, what, no matter what it is. All right. Do you still see yourself doing these things in like five years? In five years? Yeah, I, I think I do. Like, yeah, I would say so. What about 10? 10? Well, I might not be focusing so much energy on the platforms that I'm focusing on now because the the target of our attention as a society changes like you know mm. in five years five years ago Facebook was the shit you know it was like hot now like grandmas are on it so it's not cool anymore and now Instagram's the shit you know with high engagement and organic reach and high is high and stuff LinkedIn is a big deal but in 10 years you know it might be something else so I'll just go where the attention goes I'll store it yeah, on so, Social media has like a lifespan of like maybe 15 years at the most. Hmm. Like a one platform. Maybe less, which, honestly. <laughs> that's what a study was saying. So that's what I'm just saying. Cool. So you, you recently got like the same camera as me, which is actually how I found out about your stuff because I just put in my camera and then set the search to recent on YouTube. Really? Okay. And yeah, yeah. I, I actually like saved up for months to get that exact same camera do you actually know what like settings you use and what are you going to use it for well the cam- the reason i got the camera is because i had known about the world of photography like manual photography with dslrs for a while oh, and yeah. i was just sick and tired of not not knowing what to do with that stuff so i just went out and picked something up and just wanted mm. to learn just for the sake of like learning it and i found out i really enjoy photography <laughs> yeah i um i've been using point shoots up in like i've been doing photography like kind of for a while not professional or anything i just took photos on holidays and there was this one photo uh looking out from alcatraz at san francisco it was a foggy bay and there was just like one of the ferries slightly out mm. and i was like 12 maybe or something so and i everyone liked that and wanted it to get framed so that got me in that was the one photo that i reckon really got me into it so i got that camera and i've been taking photos with it and yeah it's a great camera yeah Uh, just set it to raw and um if you can get that velo battery grip that exists but it's really hard to find then definitely Hmm. through an audio technica mic which i was going to use for the podcast as well but um doesn't work on the computer or on the phone sorry yeah same it's weird how does the audio sound from my end by the way your audio sounds fine i'm just using samsung earphones that my ex-girlfriend gave me once so i don't really know actually like speaking of camera stuff since we're nerding out already like i Hmm. at first got a shotgun mic the road video mic go or something and mm. I quite liked it. It had, audio, did it have audio problems? It had inter- interference issues. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, a friend got one and that same thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why that they're still like selling that and shit. But anyway, it was I liked it because it was bright red and stuff. And then I had to upgrade to the Video Mic Pro, but it, it's great mm. and it looks cool. But 
first of all, it's expensive. It's like 40% of the price of the camera and the lens. And then also, why doesn't it have a red cable? Like, I love that red cable. <laughs> just just me. Yeah, the thing I've got, I'm just trying to throw it up on screen here. It's the Audio-Technica AT9934. Actually, no, that's not it. Hang on. It's not coming up. Uh, it's the AT9947CM. And... The only thing I don't like is it doesn't got like a, a curly cable, mm. so I have to like wrap it around. Mm. And it costed a little bit more. It was like 165 bucks in the store. The Rode Video Mic Go wasn't in stock, so I got that. But it works good. Yeah. So do you ever watch like any other like bloggers and content creators like Peter McKinnon or Casey Neistat? Yeah, actually, I watch Casey pretty regularly for like a year and then i'm on my peter mckinnon phase right now <laughs> are you gonna buy casey nice that's new book the coffee table book about his studio when he ever makes it well i don't like i'm, I'm in a stage of my life when i'm moving a lot and i'm not sure mm. if i want to take a book with me like every time you know i don't even have a coffee table what where would i put it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm i'm legit gonna buy it but that's just because I like watch every video by him. And the same with Peter McKinnon. Peter McKinnon has a series called Two Minute Tuesday, which now isn't ever two minutes, but that's besides the point. Yeah. Which was based on the whole, you just, so he could just make something. And that's what my tutorial, like Sunday thing that I'm doing is like a show me how Sunday I call it. Mm. I just started last week. And I find his content very inspiring. And I reckon that he's a bit up there to be using stock um, videos because I found his exact intro for $25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then um, Chris Howe, the person who he had on recently to talk about making money, yeah. he had his old intro as well when I went to look at his stuff. Huh. So, yeah. Do you do you prefer, like, PC or Mac? What What's your preference on that? Actually, before that, I have... I have an urge to mention one creator that I actually really, really look up to. Sarah Dietschy, have you heard of her? Pardon? Sarah Dietschy. Oh, yes, yes. I love Sarah Dietschy. I'm not yes. sure why. <laughs> she, I haven't watched her in like a little while. That's mainly because I haven't sat down to watch YouTube in a little while. But um, yeah, her podcast uh, is the Creative Exchange. Yes. Yeah. That, I think it changed recently because everything's a lot different now. When I go on the Google podcast on my phone. Yeah, when she she might have updated the branding and stuff. But yeah, like yeah. salute that person. I saw her um, mm. her how to vlog like Casey Neistat uh, video, the one that went viral before it yeah, went yeah. viral. And I was like, who is this bitch? Like, this is so cool. I was, I was here before it went viral type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I, I really want to meet her someday and nerd out about cameras and stuff. Just so, such a, such a, such a weird, like, out there person. And, yeah, anyway, mm. yeah, that was just a little tangent. But PC versus Mac, definitely Mac. Like, I don't, I don't own a single non-Apple electronic device. <laughs> you do get your, like, hair cut so that your hairline's in the shape of a notch, like those Samsung commercials. Yes, that's exactly what I do. I spend 20 minutes in the mirror every morning. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really talk. My new phone, I just look down at my new phone, has a notch, so yeah, I can't really talk. 
I don't really understand why people bitch on the notch so much. I think it looks fine. You just pinch to zoom. I watch cinematic content anyway, so when I pinch to zoom in on YouTube, all it does is get rid of the black borders for me, which is good. But yeah, going back on something, I think I've actually seen Casey Neistat in person well before I actually knew of him back in like 2015 because I was in New York. And I remember seeing a video by him and actually recognizing like one of his long shot scenes of him um just what riding a boosted board if i was like i remember not necessarily the boosted board but i remember that guy oh so i every day i remember that i it's just kind of kick myself <laughs> <laughs> because and i won't stop complaining to like my mother about it how we have to go back to new york but we live in australia which is also why it's super early here yeah it's so expensive to go over to America. Mm. So, yeah, and I found Saradici through my friend who made a how to vlog like Casey Neistat. If you search for that term, you would see an Adam Brock video, and that's my friend. Oh. So, yeah, I met him, and then in the suggested, there was a Saradici one, and I think actually I just forgot to turn autoplay off, and it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Casey, mm. Casey, I, I quite respect the guy because you know he's Mm. he's he's like the hot shit right now but he's been it's like i don't know 30 years in the making you know he's yeah he's definitely like you know got got shit got his shit together he's doing what he loves you know doing working hard yeah respect that guy yeah actually in art we're doing portraits so i just decided to just draw a portrait of him and i never got bothered to ship it over but i will one day (laughs) So, yeah, that's something. I'm also doing one for Peter McKinnon. I'm not very good at drawing, though. So, so if you prefer uh, Mac over PC, then that, I'm, I'm assuming you prefer iOS over Android as well, then? Oh, that's a little bit of an iffy one. I use an iPhone XR right now only because mm. um, it, it plays well with the rest of the ecosystem a bit better. I thought you were going to say your AirPods for a second. No, I don't have AirPods, no. All right, so we're both broke. No, well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. See, see, the thing, my thing with AirPods is, imagine this: you're vlogging, you're holding the camera, you're putting shit in your bag at the same time. You're already late. You're locking the door. You're putting on your left shoe all at the same time, and you've got AirPods in your ear. You bump against a wall or something because you're trying to shimmy past someone, and mm-hmm. you just go on with your day. Then at the train station, ten minutes later, you realize, shit, where's the other side of my AirPods? Well, there goes a hundred dollars. <laughs> 160 divided by 2 is 80 so there's 80 bucks <laughs> in, in Australia they're actually like 225 because currency and even something I find is even after currency conversion they add something like a VAT That's, or something yeah yeah it's annoying <laughs> yeah don't trust me I'm from Malaysia where everything is like it's for ringgit which is the local currency to the US dollar at one point it was 4.5 so mm. everything is like crazy expensive. Here it's like I don't know. I think it's two point eight. Mm. But currently, uh, t- knock on wood, there's no tax on Amazon. Really, there's just that shipping fee that I have to pay. Mm. So yeah, I'm buying. Like I'm gonna be doing like a little giveaway thing for like a little a mini tripod, like a tabletop one. Mm. Um, so. That's why I need Amazon to work for me. Mm. You're <laughs> lucky Amazon doesn't even work in Malaysia. 
in in some places here, like I was originally going to do a full size tripod, but none of them, not even Manfrotto ones, were able to deliver to my home address. And I was sitting here yesterday going, "You're not even delivering it to my home address because I'm rural. You deliver it to the post office." And I tried by putting in the post office address, and it was like, "Oh yeah, it's all fine," which is where it's going anyway. <laughs> It's not properly in Australia. Like if you go onto like eBay Australia, they know that rural addresses can't get orders sent to them. Mm. Um, so they will put, use the post office address to see if it can be shipped. Amazon doesn't do that yet. And if mm. I ship it straight to the post office, they're not going to know who to give it to. So it's just kind of, they need to like, just, I don't know, buy some data off eBay or something. I don't, I don't really know how that sort of e-commerce works. But, no, but, but speaking of... Uh... Uh, Android versus iOS. I'm really, really, really tempted by the Galaxy S10 Plus. I saw that and I was gonna get that, and then I saw the price tag and I was not gonna get that. Oh well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not gonna keep it. <laughs> like, if I get it, I would just make some content about it, leverage that searchability, you know, for YouTube. You know what I'm saying, fam? <laughs> and yeah, then, yeah. yeah, see what it's all about. But no, yeah, I will not. I will not use i will not buy a samsung phone and use it for my i'm gonna go on the record as saying that i know lots of people like samsung and all that but i will never use a samsung phone long term yeah i won't their hardware and that seems solid but and here's the thing when you search it all up and look at spreadsheets and everything it looks fine and it looks really good the only person i know who doesn't have a problem with samsung phones is my mom and she barely uses her phone Mm. my dad who's had the only Samsung phone he liked was some metal windows phone. Huh? Yeah. Um, he's had an S five and he's hated that completely. And he, he now has an S eight plus and he hates it so much that he was just going to get rid of it. Yeah. It's just the experience is not good, but that's the yeah. thing with the S 10 plus, like they say they updated the operating system a little bit to make it cleaner, which is why I'm kind of interested. Yeah. They said that about the S eight, didn't they? Did they? Oh, I did. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the phone I got is the Nokia 6.1 Plus. Hmm. That's one that I really like. It Something which I really like about it is it can do AR Plus on Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know why it still doesn't work, but it spe- the spec should match Fortnite Mobile. I don't really want to play it. It's just kind of to have really because my brother plays Fortnite on the xbox <laughs> it just still says that the it, go, it says i don't think android 9 is supported yet because it says android 8.1 in the list huh. so because i updated it i can't get it but yeah actually speaking of android phones the pixel is something pixel 2xl is something that i had for uh like a few months and then i switched to the 10r oof I used to have a cringy-ass gaming channel called Pixel Wolf Gaming when I was, like, 12, which was kind of my first, like, go at creating content on YouTube. Hmm. And um, so when the original Pixel came out, it came out while I was in America. So I saw, like, the big advertising and everything. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I have to get this because it's kind of the name of my YouTube channel. <laughs> and I would talk to my friends and be like, look, I'm going to get that phone. And then the channel died because I got, like, harassed a bit at school for making gaming videos <laughs> so i stopped and then i made vlogs and i found out i like making vlogs more 
so I made blocks. <laughs> well, the thing with the pixel is that the screen size is good. The um op- the OS is good. It's just that it has some issues with performance. I don't know why. Mm. I have a friend who has, I think, either the Pixel 2 XL or the Pixel 3 XL. Um, yeah, I don't know which one exactly. And he uses it fine. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't complain about it. Oh, actually, all, another but... thing is um, the the camera is top notch, except the video is kind of crappy. Mm. That's something I was worried about with this phone because I kind of want a phone that can like vlog, so I don't have to carry around my point and shoot. Yeah. And you know my big camera. So the video on this is fine. It can on my one is like. You can do 4K, but I don't do 4K yet because my laptop can't handle it. Oh. It can't even do 1080 60, which is bad. <laughs> yeah, I found that out when I got home and had a whole sequence of travel clips in 1080 60, and the computer was just being like, yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah. You ever have any trouble buying things that you want? Whoa, that's a weird question. What do you mean? Like, like in availability, like whenever you go and buy like something new, do you ever have trouble finding it in any way? Uh, in North America, not not too much, but in Malaysia, definitely. I had trouble with buying my phone, and I've only just recently found out this morning that um, it's because it's not available in this country properly. Oh, that's why I couldn't find it. <laughs> I was browsing Nokia's actual Australian site, and I was like, why isn't my phone here? And I switched to the US site, and it was there, and this is an import from China, this phone. Huh. Like, actually, not just, you know, as everyone says, but, like, it's actually just a China model. The box, all the writing on it is Chinese. Huh. But it was, like, cheaper than everywhere else. Which yeah, is funny. <laughs> so, you moved, didn't you, from uh, Malaysia to America? Uh, what Canada? Canada. So you're in Canada now, or you moved from? No, I went from Malaysia for 18 years to Canada right now. All right, so you're in Canada now. So what? What do you prefer? What place do you like prefer? Uh, to to be honest, being in North America is a lot better in almost every aspect of life. Because mm-hmm. you know the the world lives here, and the country as a as a country is a little bit more developed than Malaysia, but the thing that gets me tripped up is the food like I've grown up on Malaysian food all my life, and coming here to eat this white trash, no offense, but white trash that's what it is 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 really unbearable. <laughs> I like Malaysian food, it's pretty good. Did you go to Malaysia and have Malaysian food? No, I haven't. Then you haven't had Malaysian food, man. <laughs> Just have whatever the supermarket calls it. Oh, no, man. That's If you like that, <laughs> Malaysian food will make you lose your shit. Like, you actually start crying. <laughs> <laughs> wow. When I... I mean, one day I'll go, and that day will probably be hopefully soon. Yeah, I mean, it's not that expensive. Um, Malaysia's yeah. not that far. That's number one. Number two, like, everything's cheap over mm-hmm. there, especially if you're Australian. Because it's, like, and three and a half, like, ringgit to the dollar. Mm. That's what I like. 
mean is because I'm going into like exam years for next year and the year after I can't go on any big holidays so the last one we're going on is Europe this year and then the next couple of years we're just going to be going to like Asian countries and that because it's closer to us huh okay so you're like 16 yeah I'm like I'm turning 16 this month oh cool okay yeah I know shocking <laughs> yeah like I I did not totally inspect like kudos to you dude for doing like this so early I just like creating. I've always, there was actually a, a version of Credits Creators like last year, but it didn't have a name. So it was just called Temp, which back when my channel was Elpixian, it just meant the Elpixian morning podcast. It was kind of like a play on words and the fact that I don't have a name. And Credits Creators, I think I literally woke up one morning and thought that was a good name. Huh. I just like creating. And then I've just started reaching out to other people um, now for the podcast. So that nice yeah i don't see it as something that i shouldn't do if i like it and we're back (laughs) i started freaking out a bit because i looked at the library and it wasn't there but i just got a notification saying that the audio process so it's all good (laughs) (laughs) it's like 28 minutes i'm just looking at it on my computer dashboard so where were we what were we talking about we were talking about you liking creating. Yeah, it was just, just I would have done it anyway, even if I theoretically couldn't. Like, I didn't get guests for this. I would still find a way to. Mm-hmm. And I just, originally, I even tried YouTube because I used to watch gaming YouTubers. And now I do vlogging because it's fun. It's way mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, I totally get what you mean, though. Like, that's what I meant by the opportunity mm. is the reward just now. Like, I would that's, be that's doing this. I, that's why I ask other people about burnout, because I'm also kind of curious myself. So that's one of the questions that will probably stick until I get, like, an answer from someone who's experienced it. Well, okay, like, if you want something close, I do find, like, that I reach physical limits. Like... Last last night in my personal podcast, or actually a few times before, I've talked about sometimes at the end of the day, I'm so tired that my eyes just won't focus. And I always think it's my spectacles. So I like take them off and clean them. But oh. no matter how much, like it just can't focus, you know, like everything's hazy. It's like on a camera when you're on manual focus by accident <laughs> and everything is blurry. And it's just because I'm like so exhausted. And sometimes like I'm editing a video, I wait for it to export. And so I just go and get some water. But on the way to my desk from my desk to the kitchen which is like eight feet away i literally Mm. like just sit on the ground because i feel like i want to stay in the sun for a bit and i just fall asleep for 45 minutes because i'm literally (laughs) working till i drop so that's why i mean like (laughs) physical limits Mm. um so yeah it's not really close not really burnout but yeah i would say actually one thing that helps with burnout sorry i'm talking so much about this but i actually give it a lot of thought but burnout like the thing that helps me deal with it is I have so many different things lined up. Like, I'm not just doing YouTube. I'm doing Instagram as well. I'm not just doing Instagram. I'm doing podcasts as well. I'm not just doing podcasts. I'm doing photography. I'm not just doing photography. I'm doing music. So, mm. and I'm not just doing music. I'm doing code, like, et cetera, et cetera. So, whenever I get sick of something, I always have something to jump on that I haven't done in, like, I don't know, a day or a couple of days. So, it always feels fresh. So, I always have something, like, to jump to. So, yeah. And, and then by the time... You get like kind of tired of that. You can either go back to the get other back one to or go to something yeah. else. Exactly. Yeah. So that actually makes a lot of sense. It's kind of like I've 
try and write music, but I'm not any good at it. And um, recently, I've stopped writing like a, a book that I'm trying to write, like a like a novel type thing. Cool. Um, I kind of I'm not going to publish it or anything. I just kind of want to write something, mm. and I got really like just can't idea for that. So I'm just like kind of leaving it alone for a little bit. You know what I do. What about like with you and creating? Where would you start? Well, I have had a heavy tech background. So tech is like a interest of mine, just personal interest. So I started off with programming. I've made a few uh, websites. I've done some mobile app development as well. Did that first as my real professional like endeavor. Professional in quotation marks. Like, you know, take it for what it is. And so I did that since I was 15 until about 18. And the reason, the, the way I got into all this stuff, this other stuff, is I would make apps and I would design, like, the icons and shit and make it look nice and design the UI and all that, make it look, like, classy as shit, right? Then I realized, mm. oh, shit, no one's, like, using it and I wonder why. And I learned a very important lesson. Just because you make something good doesn't mean people give a shit, you know? So, yeah. marketing, I went into that world and then... I discovered like branding and stuff that I found my passion in that. And then mm. when I started getting to the artsy side of branding, I got into um, digital art and then I got into music and then all this other stuff, podcasts. So that's how I started. I just needed people to pay attention to the fucking apps I was writing. And that now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually funny. I'm still trying to like, do this but someone who i was partnering with now doesn't ever talk to me anymore and they hate me but i was gonna start my own like um apparel and sticker line called sachaku which is part of the word for adhesive in japanese which is kind of like how the name came cool and how would you actually go about like what do you do like start it off completely i would say i would say have you heard of this guy called gary vaynerchuk uh no how do you spell it i'm gonna write it down uh, G A R Y Gary, and then Vaynerchuk is V A Y N E R C H U K. So, like, I just wanted to bring up a quote from him. So, Gary Vaynerchuk, he has this saying where every modern company in 2018 or 19 is a media company first and a something else company second. So, with your mm-hmm. apparel or stickers or whatever, you need to have an audience and you need to be making content first. And then once you have an audience, then you sell shit. I actually mm-hmm. have made a mistake with Alpaca Apparel in that we bought inventory too early. And I I mean, I think about it every day because like cash is tied up and all the stuff that is not sold. I mean, we're starting to sell shit like slowly, but it's tied up and it could be spent on like ads and shit. So I kick myself mm-hmm. sometimes. But that was because, you know, I wanted to have shirts with the alpaca on them to show people and i had sold like um a few before so i was like what the hell but then i realized oh there's so much there's so many better things to deploy this money towards and time towards like you know building an audience connecting with people so i would say you need to build an audience first and once you have people practically begging for merch that's when you buy shit yeah because then everyone kind of like supply and demand type stuff, and you say you say it's limited, so then more people will go to it, that kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. But yeah, ba- yeah. you basically need you need eyeballs that care about you before you actually try and sell shit. You know, 
Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's it. We literally had to reconnect and do all this thing for another like seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for taking time out of your day. You you said you um were doing some sort of interview. Do you kind of just want to like? So what was that like about? Okay, so I like remember I mentioned interest in tech. So one of the things I did that was pretty tech heavy was. I built and designed my own 3D printer in uh, when I was like 16, I think. And yeah. that's when I got into the 3D printing world. And I started freelancing because I'm a pretty good writer as well. I started freelancing for this uh, 3D printing website that produces content related to that field. Uh, and they're based in Munich. So I've, I've been like building relationships with their team for about a year now. And basically the interview was the head of business development um, inter- like talking to me about possibly bringing me in for a full-time position in Munich as a content creator. Oh. So is that something you're interested in then? Oh yeah, of course. Like They're flying me out there pretty soon, I think. Oh, so it went well then? Yeah, yeah. I think it went pretty well. That's great. That's great. So yeah, thanks for um, taking time out of your day yeah, no to worries. go on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm gonna probably go back to sleep. So. <laughs> yeah, you should you should do that. <laughs> so, see ya. Yeah, see ya. Thanks. Nice talking to you. Nice talking to you too.